0: this time i ordered food before the podcast and i I ate some
1: nice good job (laughs) it was pretty funny last time when we were just like going on and on about whatever we were talking about then you're like i've been trying to order food this whole time and it's not working and then it was just like (laughs) (laughs) no it was
0: uh the grilled cheese cheese that's right the grilled cheese cheese cheeseburger
1: cheeseburger that sounds absolutely ridiculous
0: You don't understand. When I saw two grilled cheeses, like actual sandwiches, and then with a burger in the middle... Oh, I think think I do understand.
1: And it's... I understand that that is (laughs) way too much for any one person... That's way too much. For any one person to consume, there's no reason anyone should ever need to eat anything like that. But it sounds good. I'm sure it looks delicious, too.
0: Like, a grilled cheese on its own is good enough for me, you know? Like, I can eat a grilled cheese. Now, if I'm I'm feeling super
1: crazy, I'll throw bacon in my grilled cheese. But, like, that's, like, tops for me. I'm like... (laughs) Like, this is really, uh, this is a really unhealthy sandwich right now that I'm about to eat. This is
2: very irresponsible. That's as far as I take it. So, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't put bacon on grilled cheese, but I don't hmm, eat a hmm. cheeseburger without bacon. I respect anymore. that decision. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> but no, like, part of me says that's too much cheese. Another part of me says if you <laughs> right. put it in front of me, I would tear it up. Right.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it would depend. It would depend on the, the time, the place, and my mood.
0: Yeah, when I uh, usually order a quarter pounder, I don't usually add the cheese to mm-hmm. it, unless I'm
1: asked. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, it's just something about having extra cheese on it just makes, like that type of cheese I'm not really into. I like good cheese, not weird processed
1: <laughs> cheese. Not Americanized cheese.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast, these are we week friends together and talking about... Things going on in their lives and the games that they've possibly have played today. I have adjusted. Yeah. What do you <laughs> say? What you <laughs> I feel like each week we play fewer and fewer games, or fewer like variety <laughs> right? of games. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and that other voice
1: you hear is low. Hello, everyone. How are y'all doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I know. I didn't ask. How rude. It's okay. You have to ask. <laughs> I did.
0: All right. Uh, happy birthday to Justin. It's been his birthday week, and also he's been sick this week, so it's been a great combination.
2: <clears throat> Don't you just yeah. love those? But as I've been saying, last year on my birthday I was unemployed. There you so go, I'll man. take it. Hey, I'll drink to that. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. Right?
1: Silver yeah. lining. hmm
2: I also realized that I had turned my mic down because of the horror movie stuff we were watching last weekend, and so I was probably pretty quiet. But I fixed it. Oh, nice.
0: Good, good. Uh, so, yeah, what, what horror movie stuff have you been up to? Uh,
2: well, I was I was talking about before we started this. Um, some I say like local friends. They're basically people in the same state. We all used to uh, live in the same city. Like we all worked mm-hmm. at Walmart together. Um, up and up in my college days. And we've kind of separated since, but we're all still within a few yeah. hours of each other, so we keep in contact and stuff. Um, we're talking about getting together next weekend to see uh, Us, the new oh, Jordan yeah, Kill movie. yeah,
0: cool.
2: Yeah. But um, they started a little horror movie thing, uh, without two of us it included, and kind of made a joke of like, well, do you want to be involved? Like, you didn't really mention it. What... I was like, it's not about the movie. It's about like hey. hanging out together. So we guilted him into to like, <laughs> join and um, so they just kind of watch a horror movie like whenever um, you know, whenever they can find time to do it basically. Mm-hmm. So this last Sunday we watched um, Ghost Stories, which was like kind of a, I guess it was a play, hmm. like a stage play that was turned into a movie in 2017 maybe. Um, and Martin Freeman's in it. He's about the only famous person probably. Um, that, that you guys would know at least. Uh, it also stars, like, the guy that was, like, that created the play. Um, I don't think he's very good. He kind of, he reminded me of, like, a knockoff, uh, uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh. Um, but, like, not funny or anything, just kind of, like, similar facial expressions oh, and stuff. Yeah, gotcha. I don't know. He was kind of <laughs> weird. But, yeah, it was a strange movie. We spent a little while afterwards talking about it. Um it felt very much like a play adapted to a movie, you know what i mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was some overarching themes, but like it didn't play very well as a movie. Mm-hmm. Um I was like, "Oh, this was very high concept and not good execution." Got it. <laughs> cool. Um but yeah, so it's it's kind of fun, you know, like we talk about like what we want to watch next and um and vote and then, you know, do something in the future. But um But yeah, that wasn't really what I wanted to talk about. Um, I, Sunday I started, I woke up after the whole time change and everything, um, feeling a little off, and I was like, oh, it's probably just because I lost an hour, like, you know, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of relaxed all day, um, actually, uh, put out a video, which I'll plug later, I don't want to spend too much time on right now, but I just spent all day editing, um, and relaxing, and just basically stayed in my little sick hole here, uh, Cause I was like, okay, I've got a busy week ahead at work. Like I can't, I can't be sick. Woke up Monday, not really feeling that much better. Um, but I toughed it out, went to work. I figured if nothing else, I need to take my laptop home. Um, so I can work from home. And so I get in, I get some stuff done. And my boss was like, you look terrible. Please go home. I was like, okay, but I mean, I can like, I can take my laptop. I can, you know, at least like, if you need me, she was like, no, if you are working, you're not resting. (laughs) Go home. Uh, (laughs) Nice. I was like, all right, fine. Sorry. (laughs) So, um, I went home, slept most of the day and I had to go in Tuesday because that's the day I do my, uh, my video stuff. So I like, I rested as much as I could on Monday, like, you know, chugged tea the whole time and got up Tuesday feeling a little bit better. Um, took my cold medicine, went in, did my video stuff. And by, like, 11.30 or so, like, I'd been rushing around doing all kinds of stuff, and I was starting to feel it again. So I was like, okay, my cold medicine's wearing off, I'm gonna take my laptop home, <laughs> edit this at home, and still get, you know, a full day's work in, just not be able to contaminate anything around here. Mm-hmm. So I actually got a full day of work in, at least, I just wasn't at work. Mm-hmm. I could do something at home. Good. And then Wednesday, I just, I, I stayed home. I, like, I had to, I basically slept. I don't, I don't remember Wednesday. I slept all day. (laughs) Uh. Um, I basically woke up to drink some tea, eat some, eat some, drink some soup, really, and then went right back to sleep off and on all day Um, so that I could wake up on my birthday Thursday and, like, hopefully feel a little bit better. And I did, like, basically anytime I get sick, um, it ends up with, like, about two weeks of just, like, a really bad chest cough, Mm -hmm. uh, where, like, it sounds awful, but I feel fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and everyone thinks I'm still sick. They're like, oh, you got to go home with that. I'm like, no, it's just how I am as a person. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, because my, my dad smoked all growing up, so like my lungs didn't develop properly. I like I just have bad lungs. I have chronic bronchitis. It just it happens. So, yeah, for the next few weeks, I'm just going to have this bad cough. You guys can deal with it. But I'm mostly better. I'm still a little congested. I probably sound kind of sniffly, but... I'm getting over the worst of it. Uh, Wednesday was my my sick whole day. Um, but we're getting there. Uh, so yeah, I didn't really play a lot of anything this week. Um, but, oh, real quick, sorry. Uh, last weekend, I think it was last week, maybe Sunday, actually. Um, or Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. Because like last show, uh, you made me turn my webcam off. Because it was, like, getting all distorted and stuff. And you didn't want to look at me. Um, (laughs) Because my internet sucks. And so I was, like, I was super frustrated. And it was finally a nice day. So we were able to, like, get our our bushes taken out in front of our house. um, And see, like, the whole mess of cord. Like, internet cord that's just hanging outside the house. Uh uh And so, like, we measured how long it actually needed to be to get in the house. And I was going to work on, like, replacing that and everything. Um, But in the meantime... There's like there's a splitter from the box, like you know, where the internet comes in, Uh um, to the cord that strings around the house and comes in, and then when he when the guy installed it, he put another splitter, like inside the house, why? That doesn't split to anything. Uh, Why would he do that? That's so stupid. (laughs) That's probably that. I I don't. I don't know. (laughs) And so I took that splitter Mm -hmm. off and just did the you know the super long cord straight into the modem. And did a speed test, we were getting like hundred and one wow. megabits a second yeah. immediately. Woo. I was like What? <laughs> it was a stupid splitter that he just unnecessarily installed. Hey, it's that's, ruining cool. My internet that's cool for that it a was a, a at half. least it was a simple
1: solution. That's Jeez. cool
2: though. Yeah. Woo. So I've got a friend that's coming down Sunday to uh celebrate my birthday. Nice. And we're gonna go get like a like a mesh wireless system still. Uh, because when I get everything set up in the basement, we're gonna need to spread it all out. There's like old plaster walls in here, so the signal still degrades pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to have one uh, one mesh router in here, hardwired into my computer. Mm-hmm. Um, one in the living room, like you know the the main kind of the main setup, and then one in the basement and what will be my office, mm-hmm. and have them all route or uh, you know routed together like that. So that'll probably be even better, but at least for now, like everything's stable. We haven't had a single like buffering issue all Good. week, That's and it's great. been awesome, fantastic. Too bad I was too sick to enjoy Aww. it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, back to back to Thursday. <clears throat> um, woke up on my birthday, feeling a little bit better. I was like, I'm going into work. Like the, the, today is the birthday celebration. It's only for me. They're they're bringing me snacks and stuff. I gotta go. So I get in. Uh, one of the, one of the offices upstairs, uh, was celebrating pie day. Cause you know, my birthday is on pie day, so why not? Um, and they called down and like, Hey, do you want some pie? I was like, it's my birthday. So sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, it's your birthday. Okay. I'll definitely bring you pie. Um, so I got some pie and then I went in and there was like some breakfast pizza and some biscuits and gravy mm. and some more pie mm. and cupcakes. And I was like, man. This is only from my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I am the only March birthday in the office and I'm okay with that. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I made it through most of the day just fine. By about 3 or 3.30 or so, uh, the, like, the head congestion started to come back. Mm. Um, I think it was cause, like, I had taken some allergy medicine too. Um, cause I had, like, my, my eyes were, like, super, like, puffy and, like, leaking. So I was like, okay, there's more to this than just a sickness. Like, it feels like, you know, I'm I'm having allergic reaction to something. Uh-oh. So I'd gotten some cold medicine the day before, but because I wasn't at work, I took it like whenever I could, which was like three or something like that. I don't remember. Mm. And it's a twenty four hour thing, so I was like, Okay, it's probably just wearing off right now. <clears throat> so I was like, I need to get home and take some more allergy medicine. So like right around that time it started to feel bad, but like I made it through the day, you know? Oh, okay. Um and today I woke up feeling even better. I made it through the whole day just fine. No, no problems really. Um, I'm just, you know, I've got this, this cough uh-huh. and my chest kind of hurts. But, um, I was also like, it was a super boring day. So I was trying to find some mobile games to play. Uh, just to have something to do to, you know, pass the time. Um, and nothing really stood out. I didn't want to spend like actual money on anything. Um, so I found that, uh, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath was on mobile for, like, three bucks or something like that. And I had some Google credit. Mm-hmm. So I got that. Um, because I was trying to find a game that, like, isn't ruined by the touchscreen controls. Because so many things, they just, you know, they throw a, a, digital pad and, like, an A and B button on screen and call it a day. Mm-mm. And you can't actually play the game that way. Mm-mm. Um, like, I was reading up on the mobile port of Final Fantasy VII, and it's like, good luck playing the minigames. Oh, <laughs> damn. Um, so I was like, okay, I never played Stranger's Wrath. I heard it was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've got a Pixel 3. It can handle this game. Um, and it's supposed to have a pretty good mobile, inter- or, you know, touch interface. So I booted it up and played through the, kind of the opening tutorial area, where you, like, learn the different ammo types and stuff. It's a pretty cool game. Um, I wouldn't say the touchscreen controls are great. Okay. But they're serviceable, at least. Okay. Um... The first-person aiming controls, like, when you, you know, when you have your crossbow out and you, are like, can use the different ammo types and stuff, Um, you can use gyroscope aiming for that, which kind of helps. But I was also, like, I was sitting at a desk, like, in a swivel chair, so I was trying to, like, kind of, you know, subtly... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, don't look at me. Um, and so I, I wasn't doing that too much. I was just kind of, you know, using the... The, the part that kind of sucks is, like, the left side... Like, anywhere, you know, you put your thumb is just for movement. Like, it just kind of creates uh, a digital analog stick. Mm -hmm. But on the right side, to move the camera, it's also kind of the same way, where it's like, wherever you put your thumb moves the camera, but there's also buttons on the right side, like your jump and your punch and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, there's actually kind of a very small space where you can freely move the camera without hitting one of those buttons accidentally. Hmm. So, that was a little funky uh when you, especially when you're trying to like aim to shoot at something right. and you hit a button instead and you like waste a bunch of ammo um and then i also had a little bit of problems with like the jumping mechanics it wasn't super clear and like that game was meant for a tv so like sometimes trying to find a rope or you know like do some kind of little parkour thing you're looking all over the place like not really able to see it cuz it's kind of a like a blob of of polygons it's a little lower res than the original game right. was which is kind of sad because it was an Xbox original game. Surely modern phones can handle original Xbox graphics. I think so. <laughs> but whatever. Mm. Um, it's got some really cool potential. Like, I want to try it out some more. Um, but I didn't get too deep into it because my phone was uh, running out of battery very quickly. Mm. And I forgot to bring a charger today. Um, it died at like 2.30. I was super oh. bored. <laughs> uh, but yeah, aside from that... I got home, because earlier in the week, uh, when I was, like, you know, home, sick, um, I had started downloading the free edition of uh, the new Dissidia game, the Final Fantasy Dissidia. Oh,
1: right, Uh, right.
2: Because that came out, I think, Tuesday, actually. Hmm. Um, And I'd kind of forgotten about it, that I downloaded it, because I was, you know, in a sick hole. Um, So, like, an hour before we were going to start, I got home from dinner and booted that up and at least like went through the tutorial stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if it randomizes the unlocked characters from the start, but I had uh uh, gol gol Golbez or something like the the villain for Final Fantasy 4. Golbez, I think, something like that. <coughs> I yeah, I think that's I think yeah, that's it. That sounds Golbez, ball. um Cloud uh Lightning Ace, uh, from Final Fantasy Type-O, hmm, hmm. and I think one other character, I don't remember. There was four or five unlocked from the start. Okay. Um, And I jumped into the tutorial with Ace, because he's, like, I didn't really care for Type-O, but he's a really cool character. He is. He's like, he's Gambit, basically. Yeah. And it's really fun. Um, So I kind of, I learned some of the mechanics and stuff. I never really understood the Dissidia games before. They're hmm. like nonsense fighters to me. <laughs> But this tutorial is actually really well fleshed out, and it helped me kind of understand the whole, like, bravery and HP system, where basically you use, like, attacks that just build up your attack power and take away the attack power of your enemies, Mm -hmm. and then whenever you've built up your attack power, you send it out as an HP attack against them, and that amount that you've built up is how much damage you do against them. Mm -hmm. And that made more sense than it's ever made to me. I'm still really bad at dodging attacks, And shielding, which I've never been good at If you've ever played me in Smash Bros Um I'm just very, like, all frontal assault And forget to actually defend But, it's really fun Uh, I I really didn't get any further Than the tutorial, I meant to And then I got caught up in, like, the graphic settings and stuff Because it was set to low for some reason Hmm. So I did that, and then reloaded it, and then got some Guinness And then came back, and it was time to start (laughs) Um But, Yeah I went through and, like, because it's the free edition, <clears throat> everything is unlockable in-game. Cool. But it's pretty heavy. I like, believe it. there's different objectives you can complete to unlock different characters. Um, but from what I read, you can only complete uh, one given objective per match. Oh. So, like, <clears throat> you might have something that's like, you know, do a double jump five times in a match. So you can do that objective once. So you basically have to do five matches to complete that objective, which is pretty simple to do, but spread out among among five matches. And as far as I can tell, if you, like, if there's another objective that you complete first, like, uh, switch out three characters or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just, you know, making something up. If you switch out a character, then you've completed your objective for that match. You can't complete any of the other objectives. So, like, all these things are, you know, three to five times you have to do it. And you can only do one of them once per match. Oh. So, Hmm. and not all of them actually unlock characters. Um, So you're trying to focus on the ones that get you characters. The others like, get you money, Mm -hmm. which you can use in the shop to buy Mm -hmm. things. And that probably includes characters I didn't look. Um, There's also, like, different costumes for the characters and things like that, which is cool. You know, there's a lot of, like, content in this game. Okay. But I honestly think it would probably be better just to buy it all. Mm, Really? Because the amount that you would have to do to unlock any one character. If you're enjoying the game to play it that much, you might as well just buy it, Mm, you know? mm. Like, you'd have to play so many matches that it's going to be worth your time to buy it anyway. Oh, I see. So it feels really like a demo. Um, You get a feel for the few characters that are already already unlocked, and then you decide if you want to buy it or not. You can unlock everything for free. It's just going to take a lot. Sounds like it. But it's cool. I definitely recommend you check it out, and maybe we play together, because it's got online. Yeah, I'll check it out. And it's free, so, you know. Yeah, that's pretty much it as far as games and stuff. Um, It it was kind of a weird week. (laughs) Oh, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, not too much, really. I was playing, uh, just played a little bit of Warframe earlier this week. Um, let's see. What else did I do games-wise? Oh, with all this excitement Mm. with the new Devil May Cry, I actually, uh, played a little bit of Devil May Cry 4. That game's still pretty fun, but I don't know. It has its problems, but, like, the combat's fun, which is all I really... ...really care about. So, um that's pretty cool. Um that's really honestly, I think that's actually it as far as me for games. But um yeah, it was a know, it was kind of a weird week. I actually had a job interview uh yesterday at Private Division. So, we'll see how that goes, fingers crossed. Um yeah, in addition to that, I'm also looking into uh just going back to school, getting some certifications and stuff like that. I was looking at uh University of Phoenix. They got some, um, they had some pretty, um, cool, uh, certification programs and things like that. So I was thinking, like, start there, you know, and like see where it takes me, <laughs> things like that, you know, At the very least I'll be able to, like, get, like, a job, you know, or a better job than what I've been looking for anyways. Cause, yeah, you know, yeah, just, um, everything I've been doing lately. It's just been, it's a grind, you know, it gets kind of old after a while. It's like, okay, maybe it's time to do something different, you know, so. Looking into that. Looking into some IT certifications. Hopefully, I can uh, hopefully I can get into that. And see what see what comes of it. That's uh, all right. That's pretty much it for Solid. me. My week's been pretty boring.
0: Uh, yeah, for me this week I've been pretty much just on you know Destiny and division stuff. Um, real quick on the Destinies, yeah, division two. Real quick on Destiny uh, is that they had released the right? uh, the quest line for Thorn. Nice. So people have been rushing to get that. I'm on the second last step to get it, so I have to go in Crucible now and fight people with void hand cannons. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a lot of fun with that kind of stuff. Oh ah, Crucible. Really. Uh, I actually had a pretty sweet game uh, earlier this fun. morning where I wiped out the whole team without lose, without <laughs> dying, which was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um Ooh. Pro tip for anyone that's trying good to get job. it, play early in the mornings on weekends. or Yeah, because the the people that are terrible at Crucible play <laughs> early in the mornings. I don't know why,
1: it just, it it. just is. <laughs> nice. Good to know. That's what I used to always do. I'm like, when are the worst people playing? Because I'm not very good, so... <laughs> and then after I kind of get the hang of the game and discard kind of start playing whenever and then like just one that one time you just log in at just the wrong time and then all the yep. top tier players are on and then you just yep. get just stopped uh, the for the Drifter and the Vanguard good so times,
0: you have the, good you have, times. Per, it's a per character account so you either pledge your allegiance to the Vanguard or the Drifter uh, I pledge my allegiance for my first character to the Vanguard because you know good guys let's go <laughs> I've been with them since uh since the beginning, you know? I can't turn yeah. my
1: back. Home team, uh, man. Home team.
0: Yeah, uh the Allegiance Quest is basically you're just launching like an investigation yeah. on the drifter right. and trying to spy on him and stuff. Uh there's like some kind of weird um I like, I haven't unlocked it yet, but I'm pretty sure there's like a like a black market for spider. Hmm. Hmm. And there's a bunch of like unattainable items that he has. Like they they make them like on purpose unattainable oh. for some reason. I haven't unlocked it myself, but there's things really? like Give him five or ten, uh, Hmm. um, exotic engrams, but as you know, you can't hold exotic engrams. Like they get, they automatically open up for you when you pick them up. (laughs) Uh, there's also another one where you get a ghost and, but you have to give him like, (laughs) uh, like a million, uh, glimmer, but you can't hold a million glimmer. You can only hold a hundred thousand. So there's weird stuff like that in here. So maybe it's like, yeah, maybe they're like hinting towards stuff in the future. Who knows? It's foreshadowing. But, That's uh, what it is. Yeah, like, there's some pretty neat stuff going on. They just opened up tier mm-hmm. tier three for the the reckoning. I just finished off tier two earlier today, um, grinding out some gambit gear. And uh, tier two is pretty cool. Uh, so it's like tier one, where you have to kill a bunch of guys until your bar fills up. Well, after that, you don't fight a boss. You do this other thing where you have to defend points on a bridge as you go across and parts of the bridge materialize as you go across and it's pretty neat like it's got you have to like really be Mm -hmm. on your toes for that because there's snipers on both sides and there's a bunch of like taken thrall coming at you and ogres and knights so you have to hold them off while not getting shot by the snipers on the sides and then there's also bosses in front of you where you have to go so you have to yeah you have to be on your game uh a really good, a really good oh, technique geez. is putting up two shields if you have two titans. It's
1: a lot of management. <laughs> one on one side, one on the
0: other side, so you don't have to worry about the snipers. And then you just um, pop oh, okay. your your super as a you know the shield void hmm. um, titan, and you just put up your shield and you defend while everyone else shoots at them. Because you generate orbs when you defend with the shield, so it's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's been a pretty good. Uh, that's been a pretty good strategy for me. Ah. Yeah. And then after that, Winter. uh you get to the end of that of the tier two and That's there's uh cool. the taken boss uh from I said yesterday or last week from the previous game. So you have to kill him. And he's pretty easy to kill this time. Like it's not that hard. You just shoot him with a bunch of guns, like while someone else while works on the mobs. Everyone else kills him, so yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, tier three is has released, but you nice. but the recommended light level for that is six ninety, I think, which is ridiculous because I'm only at six seventy, <laughs> so uh, I gotta Ooh. grab my way up there. But okay. um, yeah, the other the other game that I got, <laughs> uh, I got this game for review, but I've already I've already played it and beat it like two years ago. Was near near Automata. They were supposed to give me a PC game copy, but they gave me a PS4 copy for some reason. So I couldn't oh, give it to okay. the low. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I've already played this game. So I've been streaming some of mm-hmm. that over on my channel, like uh gameplay stuff. So if you want to oh, well. stream it, uh I play it over there. And uh for some reason, uh I guess like I played it on the PS four pro when I first came out. But now that I have now that I traded PS four PS fours with my dad, he has the pro now. Mm-hmm. I have his original. And you can really tell there's some weird frame rate issues, like it just drops sometimes from I don't know why. Like, it seems like no reason at all. It's just weird. But, yeah, that game's still pretty cool. I like the the slot mechanics mm. where you, like, take out memory chips and put in other memory chips to power yourself up, and also combining memory chips for powerful memory chips. Uh, <laughs> Did you say what the game is called? Near Automata. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. okay, I guess I missed yeah, that. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> um... Yeah, near Automat. It's uh pretty sweet. Uh <laughs> it's made by platinum, so you know, typical platinum uh game. Uh XY, XYY, y, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh <laughs> yeah, action's pretty good. Um it's more of like a it's it combines action's pretty bullet hell though, yeah. with action platformers. So also, you can just do it within your, when I you're, you're flying It kind of like switches so like it up good, just randomly on the fly, fighting, too. So it's like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> in this game, is to use your... Really? Kind of like hold the controller. Oh, well, this is not going to go across for audio, but for, if you're watching the video. Hold the controller like this, and what I'm doing is I have two thumbs on the thumbsticks, and then you have your middle finger on the right trigger and your index finger on the on the right mm-hmm. um, button. Yeah, bumper. So you hold down that, that fires the, uh, the, the, the pod. Bumper. So that's your bullet hell. So you're locked on, when you lock onto your enemy, you fire that and then you press uh-huh. R2 whenever you want to dodge. So I find, I find that to be really helpful. Like especially, like I've been buffing <laughs> up my ranged abilities quite a bit. So hmm, I kind of hmm. just sit back and just let it tick down constantly while getting up and nice. face a little bit whenever I have to. Cause I'm trying to like main through it try to get to, The third act, which this is like a five act game, I think, Uh, (laughs) like a Shakespearean play. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to get to the third Mm -hmm. act just because that's where the shit goes down, and that's where the new content is in this (laughs) game. That's where the um, the DLC episode kicks in, and you Mm -hmm. can start doing that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, So far, what I what I only have access to for the nice game of the yora edition yeah, yeah. is like masks and other cosmetic stuff so you could put on like a robot hat and some weird cosmetics for your pod like there's this weird it's like a the one that i have on my pod mm-hmm. right now is like this weird like yellow th- ball with eyes and they have eyelashes on them it's like three <clears> eyes on it it's weird check out the check out the stream or video i'll have a video go up as soon as i get to the third act like <laughs> i need yes. to work my way there
2: yeah. Mm. Um,
0: so yeah, that's that. Uh Division 2. We're playing some Division 2 last couple of days. Uh I have I have the next week off, so I'll be playing a lot more division. Nice. And yeah, Division 2. Do you like the first division? Yeah, this is kind of the same game almost. Yeah? <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, it's got the same same thing, same deal, you know. Like, is it more uh, of the same? I kind of thought it would be. The same. It's kind of... Uh, guns are kind of the same. Like I'm getting back into the rhythm now because it's been a while since I played the first game um, with my weapons. I like the shotguns quite a bit. I mean, they do a lot of damage. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I find that the pulse ability, which okay. I used quite a bit in the first game, which was the one that allowed you to see all the enemies around you, kind of kind of got nerfed in this one, like the range isn't as long as it was in the first game, I I feel. Yeah, yeah. So like, when I use pulse it kind of just like highlights Mm -hmm. one or two enemies, but you can clearly see that there's like five on the field, so it's not really that useful. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty lame. Um, Yeah. There is an upgrade where you can throw a device out and have that be your pulse instead of pulsing from your body, so yeah. Um... I oh, I don't remember in the first okay. game. Did they have an armor and health system or was it just a health, a health system? Type. Yeah, so.
1: I think it was just health. And then like you, and well, I mean, you can like equip. armor. Yeah, you have shit, an armor gauge that, like, in this one. To, like, so you have health that like don't... regenerates you, you have, over like, an time. Armor, like, gauge so your armor gets like taken down, game?
0: you still have a couple more shots to take. Oh, and you can re, re, uh, regenerate that health. Yeah. But you also have an armor bar, so if your armor ticks all the way down, uh, you can pop an yeah. armor pack, and they'll put your armor back up to full. Uh, instead of a health pack, you have an armor pack, um, and and that regenerates like as soon as you're finished the mm-hmm. battle too. So like once you're out of battle phase, your health goes back to normal. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's a lot harder this time. Uh, I don't know if you guys found the first game to be like okay. really hard or anything, but I find this mm-hmm. one to be a bit more harder than that one. Uh, just because, like, I feel like enemies hit a lot harder this time and, like, they'll actually flank and go around you and stuff. Really? But usually usually, okay. like, in most most cases I can, like, kill them before they flank me, but last mission, last main mission I had mm. was, uh, pretty difficult. They'd get around me and I, I'd have to, like, just shoot my way out and run away and mm. pop a health or armor pack and... Mm. Yeah, the AI is a little bit better in this. Like sounds it's, like the, It's definitely a lot harder, so. Sounds like Yeah, if you like the challenge, if you like a challenge, this is definitely a game. To
1: that's, play. that's cool uh, though, That's you, a good thing.
0: If you don't that's like good. the challenge, you can always find people to, uh, play with. Uh, um make it a bit easier. And, uh, yeah, another thing that I mm, wanted to say mm. real quick was that, uh, this game has, I don't think the last game had it, but in this one that it has, like, you can ping out for help. So say you're having difficulty with a, with a level or something. You can say, you can call in for backup. and It'll put cool. you in a queue for like matchmaking mm-hmm. while you're fighting. So people could come in to like answer, like, and then when you're, so say like low pinged out, you needed help on a mission, right? And I'm just walking around doing my own thing. I'll get a call mm-hmm. on my, like my arm or my radio and mm-hmm. say, like, division agent needs help. Answer the call. And you you say yes, no. And if you say yes, you load in and you help them, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, like I, I actually uh, I did that a couple of times and I had a couple of guys come in and like help me out. On that the... is cool. It, so far, yes.
1: Does it does it match you up with <laughs> guys who are like your same level, I, like... I assume? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I would assume it like just like pings like people within a certain yeah. like level range yeah, or something like that within like maybe like a few levels below you or like a few levels above you. Yeah, yeah. That's cool did, though. Did that, sounds that sounds like they did kind of streamlined the game a little games, bit more. Like, so or are they cool. also on that same? Is it mission? This...
2: So it's just you're doing it together
0: now. Uh I think I think it's just like <clears throat> it pulls them from wherever. 'Cause like when I'm just walking around and doing normal things like uh like stopping executions in the street, mm. I'll get a call for like, hey, division agent eats help and if you want to answer it, you can answer it and go and help them. Mm -hmm. And And
2: then it's dropped you right back to where you were? um,
0: I don't know about that. I haven't done that. I haven't, like, answered the call yet.
2: (laughs) Because I can see that being an issue. Um, But, (laughs) like... Like, if you're in the middle of something mm. and you get pulled out for someone else... Oh, I see what you're saying. Your mission can't be completed? Or you you answer the call and you're at, like, the end of the
0: the game. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm underleveled for this. (laughs) Yeah. I Yeah, I don't know how that right. works, but I I assume it can't be that. Right, like, that's I a good heard question. Anything actually, of people yeah, doing I about that. that and getting to the end of the game. Like, I haven't heard anything like that. Um Yeah, it's a neat little feature. Uh After <laughs> after you're done the mission, though, like they'll stay in your group and <laughs> and you kind of kick them out or leave. But I I I do I just wanted to see what this guy was gonna do. So like I just like I just. Stood and stared at him, and he just stared at me. I was like, "Okay, this is awkward." Okay. He <laughs> so I fast traveled oh. away from him, and then he was still in my group. So I was like, "All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> I'm done with you. I don't need you anymore." <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good, uh, good loot grind game. That's uh, funny. There's also. <laughs> I think before they only had like settlements, so like there was different outposts and safe houses along the way. This one has like two different kinds of settlements. There's like, um, I think it's actually called settlement and then there's the safe Mm -hmm. houses. And so the safe houses are the same thing as they were before, but the, but the settlements like are actually communities that you build up. Uh, like the first one you come and come across is the theater district, so you can build that up Hmm. and do missions for it to, Give you bonuses and unlocks for uh, your game going forward. Um, there's there's a couple like people that you need to recruit in order to unlock things for the game. Like I haven't unlocked guilds yet for Division Two. I need to recruit people for that. It's kind of got the same thing from the first game. Like you recruit people, you mm-hmm. upgrade your your main building base, and unlock more things as you go. Uh, I guess, like, minor spoilers, but you start off at the White House. Like, that's your main base of operations. Which is pretty badass. Like, as a Canadian, non-American, I, kind of I, fi- I find this to be a little bit of, like, fantasy <laughs> cool. tourism. Because, like, I'm going around D.C., a place that I've never seen before, really, in, like, media or anything. Other than, like, that one <laughs> part in Spider-Man. Uh <laughs> that's uh-huh. like the only thing I've really seen on DC other than I guess like Fallout, but this is a little <laughs> bit more realistic than
2: that. I've been inside the Capitol and sag on the steps of multiple monuments, but it's no big deal.
0: <laughs> oh, okay here. Uh so um yeah, that's been that's been a lot of fun. Uh <laughs> I'll probably get back to that right after this podcast. Um
2: one, one thing I forgot to say about uh Dissidia, Cool. before we move on to the news. Um it's kind of cool the way they set up the characters mm-hmm. because basically like the roster is made up of one hero and one villain from every game and so like they're listed in order so it's like you know final fantasy 1 hero and villain final fantasy 2 hero and oh. villain and so on um and then the dlc yeah. characters which are extra ones so i think like uh uh-huh. uh lock from final fantasy 6 Renoa from final fantasy 8 uh yuna from final fantasy 10 um a few like that yes. you know that are just extras for those games. Um, but the weird thing, and I guess it's not that weird, but it mm-hmm. is to me. Like, I was watching the opening cinematic, and Jekt was there. And, like, this was before I knew how the roster was laid out or anything. And so you get into the roster, and there's, you know, there's Titus, I'm saying mm-hmm. Titus, Yuna, and Jekt from that game. And I'm how, like, how
0: do people say this is his name? Titus. Oh. I always said Titus. Final Fantasy X-2. I always said Titus.
2: Final Fantasy x said it. Is that how you're supposed it, to say like, it? Canonically. Never... And everyone got really never... upset and was like, no, it's Titus. Screw okay. you. Um. But. But yeah. <laughs> I guess Jecked is technically the villain That's of right. Final He's Fantasy 10 But really, it's like yeah. Seymour and Sin. But Sin is Jecked, So. I, I feel like they should go on Seymour. You right. know what I mean? It's just kind of a weird pick. Cause I don't think you ever even fight Ject hmm. in the game. Yeah. You fight Sin. But a do you fight Ject? Yeah. I don't remember.
0: I don't know. I don't remember. It's been Right. It's been a very long time since I've played Final Fantasy Ted. A very I long time. I think you do. Yeah.
2: Just seemed like a weird pick. I'm sure he's a cool character to play as. He was unlocked for me. But that was the one that was kinda well, there's a few I didn't mm-hmm. know, like the Final Fantasy Eleven characters, Because um, it's just a dumb MMO, whatever. <laughs> Uh, the villain of Final Fantasy 3, like, the hero was Onion Knight. Kind of lazy, but I guess they're all unnamed. Um, the villain was like, I'll send you a picture later, um, but it's like this weird, like, naked lady that's, like, hovering with, like, like plant tentacles coming out from each side. <laughs> she kind of looks like a more scantily clad Ultimisia, but with tentacles. And hmm. it was like, Okay, I'm pretty sure I beat Final Fantasy III. I don't remember a tent huh. check. <laughs> Maybe there's like a final final boss that I didn't make it to. <laughs> but yeah, that was a weird one. Because, you know, those old games, like seeing mm. these characters like realized in three D for the first time, the 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 transition isn't always kind to them. Um, but hey, Kafka and Kuja are in there. That's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> But yeah, you guys need to play that game nice. with me, so we can talk about it more. Very cool. Seems cool. I've always
1: been curious about the the games. I just never really yeah got my hands on one. This is so. the first
2: one I think is like accessible without you know needing to know so much about it before you jump in. Okay, I like that. Yeah.
0: All right. Moving on to news, we have Turtle Rock Studios announces Back
2: for Blood. Uh, I don't know what this is, Justin. It's a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Um, It's the same people that made the Left 4 Dead franchise. And it is a next-gen cooperative FPS (laughs) that is not a Left 4 Dead sequel. It's a new gaming universe. Um, You'll be able to shoot up a bunch of zombies, like in Left 4 Dead... But there's a whole lot of new stuff in Back for Blood, which makes it unique. That's pretty much all we know so far. There's no footage or anything from it. Um, it's designed from the ground up as an original premium title and marries the best of what made the co-op zombie shooter so successful with new features and state-of-the-art technology.
1: Okay, cool.
2: And it's being released on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, though... They said other platforms weren't out of the question.
1: <clears throat>
2: it's not <throat> being published by Valve. There's no exclusivity. It's just them making their own thing, which is probably why it's not a Left 4 Dead sequel, because it would have had to right. have been a Valve thing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I imagine they wanted to make more Left 4 Dead, and they couldn't. So they're like, fine, we'll make our own Left 4 Dead. with hookers and yeah. the Blackjack. I think I fixed <laughs> that up. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it's cool. I'm excited. I'm I mean, excited mean we all know more Valve can't it. make threes, so right.
1: you know. Exactly. Someone's gotta do it. Be it spiritual successor or otherwise. It's just
0: yeah. uh next news story we have is PUBG Creator now working on new projects. Brendan Green has announced that he no longer working directly on PUBG, be heading up a new research team at PUBG Corp. Green made the announcement on Twitter and while he remains... While he will remain as a consulting creative director on PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds, he'll be transferring to the new company's new division based in Amsterdam. Uh, Pudgy's Special hmm. Projects is focused on building out an entirely new division to focus on research and game development. The past five years of my life has been all about battle royale, from the early days working on a mod to getting the chance to create my vision for a battle royale title. If everyone on Battlegrounds <laughs> reads Green's statement. Sorry, I'm a little tipsy. Learn to read. Um, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, big the uh, news story here is that Brandon Green's working on something new. Um, which, apparently he Ooh. said like six months ago or something that he was working on something new in Amsterdam. And now it just got picked up by IGN. So, I guess it's because he just tweeted it out. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: It was probably like he was talking about it, but it wasn't official. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he he has coming up.
2: See what uh what genre he lampoons next, and someone else steals <laughs> and makes better. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> right.
0: Oh boy. Uh, speaking of spinoffs, though, we have Sega pulls judgment sales following voice actor's cocaine arrest. So, if you don't know about this, I actually wanted to talk about this <laughs> game a couple of weeks ago when I first heard about it. I just forgot to mm-hmm. bring it up. <clears throat> but yeah, Judgment was like a spin-off of uh, the Yakuza games, and apparently it's supposed to be like an Ace Attorney mixed with Yakuza. So, like, that's straight up my alley, man. Like, <laughs> two game franchises mm-hmm. I love mixed together. Uh, but yeah, here we have uh, Sigas has halted the sales of Yakuza spin-off Judgment in Japan after Pierre Taki, one of the actors, was arrested on suspicion of using cocaine. Uh, taki, am I saying that right? Taki? Takai? Is it Takai? I, I don't okay. know. I think it's Taki. Uh, think. Voiced and served as a model for Yakuza named Koyoi Hamura in uh, in the game. Which is released in its native country as Judge Eyes for the PS4 in December. According to um, Mainichi, his urine sample tested positive for cocaine and also later admitted to using a small quantity. So, it's not just a legend anymore, it's strip official. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sega's response was that it's confirming the facts. Game of the Giant also has Revealed on Twitter, it's deleted its tweets about the game due to sales restraint. Uh, Japan has strict drug laws. (laughs) Sega's decision isn't unprecedented. Universal Music Japan won't stop selling a pop duo's music after one of them was arrested for possession of MDMA. Actor Hiroki, (laughs) the non... Narim, Narim. You
2: wanted this Japanese story on here. You got to read the names. Narim, <laughs> <laughs> Narimiya
0: <Narinia laughs> was also replaced in the new version of Yakuza 4 after cocaine allegations. Uh So yeah, it, yeah. Basically, this dude got caught for doing drugs, and Japan has very strict drug laws. And what they'll probably end up doing not is not. just removing his voice <laughs> and putting in a new, new voice for that character. Kind of like what they're doing with Kingdom Hearts 3, because it's the same voice actor for Olaf.
2: Oh, that's... A, okay. <laughs> I saw both of these stories. I didn't realize it was the same actor. Yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Because Olaf's made of cocaine. <laughs> he's, so. yeah, he's made of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> he's just straight up packed cocaine. <laughs> Why do you think he acts so weird? Yeah, that makes sense now. Guys, where's my
0: up? nose? <laughs> <laughs> I need it for, for the drugs. <laughs> I have to snort myself. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Very very funny news story. Uh, uh, the next one we have is Solar Ash Kingdom Hyper Light Drifter reveals new game. So, Solar Ash Kingdom is the name of the new game. I have not seen this trailer. Justin, you want to talk about it?
2: I actually have also not seen this okay, trailer. Okay, I thought you, you um, put this in, but maybe that was Ben. I did. Okay. It's pretty I didn't watch the trailer. Because I, <laughs> I put this on at work and then forgot to actually watch the trailer. And then you were uh, I was just mind. excited that the Hyperlight Drifter people are making a new game. Because they are talented. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but while I vamp for time and watch this trailer, <laughs> I will talk about uh this upcoming game <laughs> from the hyperlife. Drift hyperlight
0: drifter was pretty cool i wish i got Heart i wish machine. i played a bit more of it you know like i played maybe a dungeon or two and then i stopped but it was really neat what I, I got I it through
1: twitch prime i haven't played it you yet you should though. check that out you should bro. check it
2: out yeah i played it a bunch <clears throat> once like i sat mm-hmm. down like one night and just went through a bunch of it and then right. i think like uh, when I updated my computer, like, got a new, you know, motherboard and all that stuff, um, I reinstalled everything, and my save was gone. So oh. I opened it up again and played a bunch more, but in a different direction, mm-hmm. uh, because it's kind of nonlinear linear like that. And I was like, man, this game is good. Like, it made me mm-hmm. realize that it's basically like a kind of a 2D top-down Breath of the Wild. Because you can do the dungeons oh. in any order. Like, you can just go in a direction... Yeah and do whatever you want in that direction. Yep. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, 2D, top-down. But essentially, it's yeah. very similar.
1: It's a very pretty-looking game from the trailer. It, I mean, yeah. it doesn't give you too much indication as far as actual gameplay, but, like, yeah. it's just, like, it's pretty-looking. It like looks the world, like 3D hyper it's, Drifter. Uh, yeah. It, it's like the art style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear more about this game, just because, you know, I love, um, I love really, like, well-crafted, like, game worlds, be they, like, you know like in this kind of like almost minimalistic style with like you know like brighter colors and things like that but you know wh- whatever it is it's as long as it's like really interesting and things like that and, like with their own kind of like unique twist on how they do the details and stuff i just find that kind of stuff really cool so one of my favorite things about
2: hyperlife drifter was the uh the movement mechanics like the way you can mm. kind of dash and um mm. and zip around to different platforms and things like that and nice. this definitely looks like it has some of that but i also see that it's going to be coming to the epic games store so so oh. i don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh screw those exclusivity deals <laughs> no i'm kidding i actually don't care is it ex-
1: is it going to be exclusive or it just
2: says coming to the epic game store on pc like they advertise that oh so, so most likely probably. there's a good chance it'll be exclusive
1: darn but that yeah, like silly. it looks
2: like it's uh, the character's like on either has rollerblades yeah. or is just like kind of grinding along the world and Yeah. Know, there's some interesting stuff there. Jet Set Radio by Very cool Zelda.
1: Jet Set Radio That's okay. Give me that. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> I'd buy that game. I'd play it. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty yeah. cool. Uh just, real quick, I just want to say the When he skates by the grass, it kind of looks like Hobbs grass to me. I like that Mm. that art Mm, style of mm, like neon Pascals or Pascals. I don't know. Pastel? (laughs) Pastel. Yeah, it's like neon pastels. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
1: Cool. Uh, Yeah. Cool.
0: Speaking of something that's not so cool, Doom Annihilation's (laughs) debut trailer. Oof. I haven't seen the trailer. But Big apparently oof. it was so bad that Bethesda oof. decided to disavow it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't.
1: We don't claim this.
2: <laughs> to be clear, all they did was tweet out that we're not involved, which, yeah. I mean, okay. is fine. That's fair. Like, that's not disavowing the movie. <laughs> that's it's just saying that's we're not making it, it and we have nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> sure, if they were proud of it, they might try to say, oh, yeah, we, you know, <laughs> we gave this our blessing. But they still wouldn't say, "Oh, we made this; it's good, so we made it." Like they still would have nothing to do with it. They would just be more positive it, about the, you know, about the production of it. This looks like <laughs> I watched the this trailer. This looks like
0: Resident Evil it looks mixed like a, with Starship Troopers.
1: Yeah, it just it kind of looks to me like a Netflix series or something, like an ori- Netflix original series, like that's like, not, I don't know, like it doesn't look like a like a movie to me. Like, no, it, it looks look, like, that that a look really like
0: a really B sci-fi movie to me, man. Like, yeah, If you were know. going yeah, through like really, Blockbuster really or something does. and you'd see the cover for that and you'd rented it, <laughs> that's
2: what this is. Uh, yeah. My favorite thing that I saw about this, like it's just, it's 30 seconds, but it's 30 seconds so I can never get back. Um, <laughs> but my favorite thing is I saw someone put out something like, like there's literally no plot to Doom other than the idea of, like, a Doom guy as a character, and this this movie stars a woman. <laughs> like, they didn't even get that right. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, so Yeah, the only thing you need in Doom is just, like, space station on Mars, demons, go to hell, get back home. That's really all you need. That's yeah. it.
2: That's it. Uh, well, the first two movie had that, and that still wasn't very good. Yeah, but yeah.
1: True, true.
2: And it had the rock.
0: True. Which, by the way, I'm drinking out of a glass that has the rock on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, keeping within the movie wheelhouse, we got Harry Potter. Um. So, Harry Potter, wizards unite! Hands on preview bringing magic to the real world. Is this another Harry Potter mobile game?
2: Yeah, okay. it's from Niantic. So it's a Harry Potter Pokemon Go. Okay. Mm. Um, no, the reason I put this in here is because there's actually been a lot of uh, coverage on this lately because they're kind of ramping up to its release.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it actually looks really cool. Like, uh, there was a Ghostbusters game, I think, like last year yeah. that came out that tried to kind of take the, you know... The AR like real life type thing, um, the Pokemon Go was successful for, and add a little more uh, to that. And mechanically, it was a stronger game because Pokemon Go is nothing. Like I play it every day, and there's nothing to that game. <laughs> you throw a ball when a when a circle gets small enough, and then maybe you catch something, and that's it. Like it's literally to me, it's just a grind to catch them all now. I go out, I see what my objectives are to try to get a research breakthrough so that I can get a new stone to evolve something. Or to catch another legendary that I can never get from a raid because no one plays with me. Or, you know, like, occasionally just catch a new Pokemon out in the wild, even though I have pretty much all of them you can catch. But that game is nothing. Um, The Ghostbusters game tried to, like, add in some more interesting things to the capture mechanics and stuff like that. This... Like for one, Harry Potter is instantly more recognizable than than Ghostbusters. Like hands down, it's going to be more. How exciting. dare you! But this is the game <laughs> that would make me stop playing Pokemon Go because you don't need oh. more than one hmm. real life AR game, right? Like you're not going to take two phones around. One which you, well, people take multiple phones around. Pokemon I got two around. phones, but <laughs> one's a work phone though. I have, I mean technically I have two phones, but only one's actually connected to data. Um, the other one I just haven't sold yet, but. Um, I do see people go around with multiple phones playing Pokemon Go, so they might carry multiple phones with this and Pokemon Go on it. But yeah. the average person is not going to. They're going to pick one. And considering this is <laughs> also Niantic, and it's much mechanically more dense than Pokemon Go is, I'm pretty sure Niantic isn't even going to keep playing Pokemon Go after this. <laughs> <coughs> but, yeah, the reason I want to put it on here is that it just sounds really cool. Like, it, it's basically a modern day take on Harry Potter. Um, so it's like all of the magical things from that universe, uh, from like a, a museum basically, have been released into the real world. Um, and, you know, players of this game, quote unquote, have been uh, sworn into the statute of secrecy uh, to uh, to kind of like join a task force to capture all of those items before the everyday people of the world can discover that magical things exist. Hmm. So you're going around like finding, you know, like a snitch or, um, uh, what are some other things it mentions a hippogriff or things like that. Nice. Um, and each thing that you find has a different like, uh, task attached to it that you have to complete to catch that thing. Um, which usually revolve around some kind of different magical spell that you use on it to, you know, to get it. They're called calamities. So it's like, you know, Pokemon, but they're things instead of, like, creatures. Um, and you have, like, on top of just the more complex like capture mechanics, of like, doing these spells on screen and, like, you know, kind of wearing them down or whatever... Um, mm-hmm. you also have, like, skill trees that you increase <clears throat> your character in different ways. Um, and, like, instead of gyms there's, uh, <clears throat> I forgot what they're called. Hold on. There's, like, there's a lot of stuff here, and I read this once, like, a lot earlier this week, and then I got sick and forgot the world. Um... <laughs> I'm just going to read from here. Uh, ignore everything I just said. Uh, like Pokemon Poke <laughs> Pokestops, real-world points of interest, monuments, buildings, parks, etc., will be denoted on the map as places to check into. But rather than spinning a signpost, you'll be jumping into either an inn or a greenhouse, um, which can give you food, uh, power your magic, offer ingredients for potions, etc. Uh, but the bulk of what you'll be doing... Are looking for objects scattered by the Calamity, such as Foundables, which is kind of a stupid name, um, mm-hmm. represented by different colored emblems on the world map. So, like the Pokemon popping up. Every Foundable comes with a Confoundable, a complicating factor that you need to free it from to save and archive it, which is kind of what I was talking about, a thing you have to do. With mm-hmm. the Hippogriff, which is the Foundable, the Confoundable is the ball and chain shackling the poor beast, which you must trace a spell over with your finger to break. Uh, you're marked on your skill for how accurately and quickly you perform these spells, and in freeing a foundable, players are rewarded with stickers related to those items. Collect enough of those stickers in your registry, and you eventually unlock the ability to pull that foundable into a photo AR mode and pose with it. So basically, you're catching the Pokemon, and, you know, adding it, like, they added like a new photo mode in Pokemon that you can do, whatever. It's (laughs) the same concept, but there's like, there's more depth to it. Um... In addition to unlocking the stickers, Rescuing Foundables also awards you with different runes based on the type of foundable. There are ten categories in total, from sports and games to Hogwarts to magic zoology and more, and each category has its own rune. These runes, each of which have their own level, come into play in Wizard Unite's take on Pokemon Gym's Fortresses. That's what I was trying to find, Fortresses. Uh, fortresses are where some of the communal aspects of Niantic's design philosophy come into play. Think of them as multi-level dungeons. With up to five people in synchronous play, players can jump into timed encounters on each floor of a fortress. This is where players will unlock some of the rarest items in the registry as you engage in duels with wizards, werewolves, vampires, baby basilisks, and even some familiar faces. Mm -hmm. Uh, Battles emulate the same spellcasting as any foundable. You'll trace your finger on the screen in a certain pattern to both attack and defend, with the former requiring you to line up your spell each time you attack. Completing all the challenges in a fortress floor and under the allotted time will give players rewards, and the specific bounties will be dependent on which runes players choose before jumping into a floor. And if you'd like a deeper layer to combat, Wizards Unite also allows players to choose one of three professions, Auror, Attack, Magiswology, Support, and Professor all around. Each comes with its own skill tree filled with dozens of skills to choose from and outfit your wizard or witch with stat bonuses to accuracy, power, and core. Uh, If you're wondering where those potions I mentioned way back when came into play, by the way, you can use potions mid-combat to heal yourself or improve your spells, too. So, yeah, there's a lot here. And a lot of it does kind of correspond to Pokemon things. Like, the potions are obviously, you know, items. Um, The fortresses are gems, but I feel like they're a lot better than the combat system in Pokemon Go is, because everyone Mm. notoriously hates that. Um But the skill trees, I think, are the really interesting part, and that's going to make or break the game. Um, Because if they're not, like, important, like, if the things you improve aren't that important, they're not going to matter. They're probably just going to be a grind for no reason. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. This sounds really cool to me. Um, It'll also have some new and old characters uh, with actual voice actor from, like, you know, known actors, which is kind of cool, but unnecessary for a mobile game because no one plays with sound on, but whatever. (laughs) <laughs> um, And in place of eggs There's port keys So you oh, walk cool. around A certain amount of time And then you can drop a port key down Like it basically says Your port key is ready And you can drop it down And like go into some area uh, So they use Ollivander's wand shop as an example um, And there's like different things You can do inside of those places And you get stuff for going there so it really feels like they're kind of bringing the Harry Potter idea to life and it's not just a gimmick. But I think this is really cool in a way that Pokemon Go never really has reached. Because that was built like solely on the back of Ingress. Like Niantic basically took Ingress, put a Pokemon skin on it, and released it again. They really didn't do anything to it. And recently they've added a lot of new concepts to it. But it's too little too late on a game that could only go so far because of the mechanics it was built on. This game feels like they're starting, like, above where Pokemon Go currently is. And then it's one of those, you know, forever games, quote-unquote. So who knows where it'll go by the end. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Sorry, I was really excited when I got this little little in-depth thing. So I had to gush for a bit. <laughs> we can move on. Cool. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, next news story we have here is former Ubisoft and EA studio head Jade Raymond is joining Google as
2: VP, apparently. She sounds like mm. a video game protagonist. Jade Raymond? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jade it's Raymond. It's like, right? <laughs> I always associate her
0: with, um, oh god, what's it called? Beyond Good and Evil, because of Jade. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, but I don't think she has anything to do with that. <laughs> uh probably not no she uh is that ubisoft she yeah well yeah, it was a ubisoft game but she wasn't in charge of that uh what she was in charge of she's too young and co-creator of was the assassin's creed franchise though oh Hmm. okay so Hmm. you know she's a pretty big deal in the gaming industry because she's made assassin she's like worked on assassin's creed uh created a huge franchise that's still going on today uh uh also left that, went to go work at uh, Electric Arts, Electronic Arts, uh, where she oversaw EA's Motive Studio, PopCap Studio, and Star Wars portfolio. Uh, and then she left EA in October 2018. She probably left and then joined Google at some point between then and now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Raymond will join her former game executives at Google, including Phil Harrison, formerly PlayStation and Xbox, and Jack Busser. Busser? booster uh previously director of playstation now and playstation home so and we're also supposed to get some um google news in the next couple of weeks uh yeah, yeah there's rumors
2: they're gonna have like a controller and stuff so yeah. they're, i think they're legit entering the gaming market yeah Ooh. like this seems pretty obvious at this point yep Interesting. uh we talked With about their like
0: games as service thing where they just had like that streaming service rather mm-hmm. uh for mm-hmm. chrome and they've had games in their chrome um program before like uh Super Giants Games. Yeah. Um, can't remember the name. Bastion. That's what it was. They had Bastion mm-hmm. on there for like a 2012, I think. Maybe. <laughs> so they've been around for a while, but they're just gonna make their big news
2: next couple of weeks. Yeah, cool. See, that's the thing. It's Exciting. like when I was looking, when I was trying to find a good mobile game today. Like I wanted something that you know wasn't ruined by touchscreen, but everything I found was like <laughs> you know 4.5 to 4.7 stars. And, like, this game is perfect with a gamepad. Blah, 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 blah. Like, don't play it with touch controls. (laughs) It sucks. And so it's, like, all these highly rated games that sucked with touch controls. But, like, Mm. were fantastic games. Mm -hmm. So I think, which, to me, I go to mobile because, you know, you can just grab your phone and play it. You don't have to pull out a gamepad or anything. But I think Mm -hmm. if they legit joined the gaming market, they would already have a foot in the door because of all these fantastic games that are good with gamepad support. But, you know, you'd be playing them on a TV at home instead. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the mock-ups of those uh, controllers for the Google, the Google controller.
2: Yeah, that was a fan. Yeah, they are, but they yeah. were okay.
0: Yeah, they, they don't look that great. They're kind of like uh, like a Ouya. It was
2: based on like a, a blueprint prototype. Yeah, yeah, hmm. or a patent. That's what yeah. it's called.
0: Uh Yeah, it kind of looks like an Ouya oh, controller, yeah, but of course, like, don't mm-hmm. take these mock-ups with 100% certainty or anything like that, because yeah. right. it could become something completely different for the final product. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing what Google has to do and say about yeah. this.
2: I think it'd be interesting, honestly, if Microsoft left the gaming market, because it feels like they're going third party with, every, with all the decisions <laughs> they've been making. As right. Google became the new, you know, the new, like, third pillar of gaming. <laughs> How cool would
1: that be? That would be right. really interesting. That would make a really interesting year in gaming. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that would be weird. Uh, especially, like, I and mean, then Apple will have to respond and do something. Because, you know, Apple and Google fighting. Yeah. <laughs> they
2: tried, though. They, they tried and failed yeah. already. They had
0: like uh yeah. an Apple T V with a controller one time, didn't they? And that yeah. was like really bad. bad, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amazon has a game studio and they're not even succeeding. Yeah,
0: it's weird. Hmm.
2: Guess we'll just have to see, yeah.
0: Seems like these big tech companies are struggling to figure out gaming, but maybe Google will figure it out. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they're struggling to figure out anything. Like they're they're becoming the companies that do everything, but don't do anything well. Right. Yeah.
0: It feels like they're kind of just stagnating. They're just like Cuz like how many times can you reinvent a phone or like what whatever else? Like I don't even know what else Google does. Search engines. I don't
2: know. The new Samsung devices are pretty cool. Well, that's different. That's like one. that's like
0: folding phones and that's weird. That's
2: how... <laughs> well, I mean even the regular phones are just beefy. Like those are those are incredible phones. Um But the foldable ones actually really cool. I like it. <laughs> Cuz it's like it's like a seven or eight inch tablet that just folds in half, yeah. and then becomes like a you know four inch phone. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, some other crazy shit that's been happening in Apex Legends apparently is there's been these bouncy pads in the in the map that people have found, and they're linking it to a new character mm. coming in Apex Legends. Uh, I think his name is, yeah, his name has been linked as Octane. Character has the ultimate ability that places jump pads on the ground that anyone can use. Hmm. You guys still playing Apex Legends? Still play in Apex Legends?
2: Only with you. Okay. I haven't played with anyone else except
0: yeah. you guys. And Jake, but he joined us. <laughs> right. So. Um, yeah. I don't know. Could be cool. I guess you could, like, I, I like, See, I, I think this would be a really cool like troll thing to do. Is just like throw jumping pads at your enemies and have them jump in the air and you shoot them. That'd be kind of fun. I don't know. I yeah. would need
2: to know what other skills it has <laughs> because that on its right. own seems more chaotic than good. Because you exactly. drop a jump pad and you try to shoot at someone and they keep using your jump pad to get out of your shots. Like some people are really good at like mid air shooting. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when you're on the on the ground aiming at them in the air, that's a lot harder. Yeah. Right.
0: Especially on a console.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, alright. But if it's like he has a passive where it's like he uses the jump pad, goes up in the air, and then like has a slowdown while in the air shooting, that would be an awesome character.
1: Hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: That could be neat. And
0: speaking of awesome characters, the Master Chief is coming to PC finally. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh i <laughs> um, was be trying to do
2: the Halo theme But forgetting what the Halo theme is
0: <laughs> Yeah it's been a while um, Yeah so Lo you're finally getting Your PC Halo It's about time About time You didn't believe it at first I'm excited. Like, Lo guess what they're doing No for I didn't you? I was like
1: nah not, they're not. This is a rumor No this is, a, this is, a, this is a, Somebody's trolling me but no, sure enough. And then I check Steam, and the listing's there. I put it on my wish list. I'm like, it's all okay, cool. Everyone's wish list.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw a picture on Reddit that was like, It's like your friend, <laughs> your friend, your friend. You're friend. <laughs> uh,
1: it's real. It's uh, <laughs> the hype is real. Yeah, I'm excited. Yep. So here,
0: the the PC version of Halo Master Chief Collection will come in stages, with each game released individually in chronological order, rather than have them all together in one big bundle. That means Halo Reach that's will be smart. first, followed by move. Combat Evolved, Halo Two, Halo Three, Halo Three ODST, and
1: Halo Four. Wait, Reach is coming first. Yeah, because that's the first chronological, yeah, order. chronological yeah. order. Yeah, chronological order. Okay. Cool, cool.
2: That's nice. not a bad game. Though. It's not amazing, but it's better than Halo One. It's better than Halo Four, like, mechanically. Well, I haven't. That's
1: one of the ones I haven't played, so I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to play that one. Should be fun. Uh, Sounds cool.
0: Yeah, and then, okay, uh, 343 Industries said that staggered schedule will enable to ensure that each game is quote-unquote right, with uh, PC-standard features including FOV sliders, 4K resolution, and ultra-wide monitor support, uh, adjustable frame rates, and remappable keys. Uh, Beyond their initial launch, the games will evolve and grow over time with the community input. That's probably just like, you know, like Forge stuff and game modes and stuff. Uh, we're mm-hmm. embarking on a journey with our community to build PC experience that delivers PC gamer expectations. Community director, Brian Gerard said, the team is passionately committed to ensuring that all the features, bells and whistles expected in modern PC titles are included with the MCCC. Uh, pricing on lease dates Thanks. haven't been announced yet. Uh, yeah, because in case you guys didn't know, uh, the Master Chief Collection, when it first came out, was a mess. Like,
1: I heard there were just yeah.
0: things uh, like save features that were like messed up. Online was messed up. Frame rates were messed up. Like, there was a lot of issues with it. Hmm. And it finally- but it was also hmm.
2: like thirty bucks and didn't have half the stuff it has now. Yeah.
0: And they finally fixed it. And all over that time. stuff came hmm. for free. Yeah.
2: But- so if it's still thirty bucks now that it's fixed, I'll be surprised. <laughs> Right.
1: I'd love that sounds like a good price tag to me. I'd pay that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sure, too bad yeah. you will probably be working at two K and can't record it with us. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
0: Figures. Right. Uh, um, uh we'll slowly be able to play though together. Yeah. Yeah. Secretly. Uh so yeah, with this announcement, Halo fans have been sending devs too much pizza since the reveal. I don't too understand much. this meme. One, it was a sandwich pizza. pizza. Two, I don't understand. Uh, Last night, after several teases, 343 Industries finally announced the release of Halo. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. The collective reveal has made fans happy that they spent much of last night swamping the studio with pizza deliveries. I was about to say swamping. Spandard. Uh last night community director Brian's okay yeah we already got over this. But yeah. They sent them a bunch of pizza.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But why? I don't I don't just cause they were cause they were happy and pizza's developer fuel, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean I I just A lot of things get announced. They don't get bombarded with pizza. It's not newsworthy. Right. They were just that excited. It's exciting. because it's Halo, right, man. I guess. I that's know. why. Yeah. Halo is like game fuel, though. Send them boxes of game fuel. Like Halo-themed no. game fuel. Or and Doritos. Doritos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the Doritos, yeah. Pizza gets cold and stuff, after all. Doritos, you can just... Hey, man. You know, There's nothing wrong the with cold pizza.
2: Them. Yeah, you eat cold pizza. Like, that's not... That's not a reason. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, it's the cuz it's because the last Halo game that was on PC was like what? Halo 2 or one of those Halo yeah. Wars games or whatever.
2: Well, yeah, Halo
1: Wars is on. That doesn't count. <laughs> Halo Wars and then yeah. there was like the Spartan Assault or whatever, the top-down oh, yeah, shooter. Spartan Assault thing. was actually pretty legit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, fun game. So, you know, the Halo the Halo way, PC uh... audience have been vastly underfed
2: so they vastly overfed three, four. Yes, exactly. Apparently, <laughs> cool.
1: Didn't they like release a message saying please stop sending pizza?
2: <laughs> that's literally what the story is. We just
1: covered it. Yeah. Uh,
0: the building receptionist isn't here, so it's getting logistically challenging.
1: <laughs> logistically challenging.
0: It's pretty good. Um. Yes, yeah, so that's my last news story for
2: the week. What about you guys? I'm good with ending on pizza. All right, me. Too. I've got
0: pizza right beside me that I'm going to eat right after this. So, how Yum. fitting. Justin, where can the people find you? Uh,
2: you can find me if you go look up zero score on Twitter or YouTube or uh, Twitch, I guess. Um, wait, who said that? Like, you have to look me up with the underscore. Is it on Twitter? That's that's the
1: world. I think that was on Twitter, or no? I think i I think it's when I googled you. It was,
2: oh yeah, it was Google. Okay, I don't care about. Yeah, Google.
1: zero underscore score. Then then all your then all the stuff that I know and love comes up. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, because I did say if you Google zero score, that's right. Whatever. Yeah. Just look me up on those specific platforms, and I yes. will be there without the underscore, ideally. Um, although I keep changing my display name on Twitter, so maybe not. But, uh, I mentioned earlier that I was going to plug a video. Um, I literally made a, uh, Mario Day video in under 24 hours because I'm a madman. Nice. Um, I came up with the idea before, like I made the list and everything and like compiled, you know, what I wanted to do, but I went from like the scripting to like filming to editing and all that in under 24 hours. Um, because I woke up on March 9th and it was like, I should, pr- I should probably take this idea that I've had for months and make it a Mario day video. Oh yeah. That means Mar- March 10th. Uh, cool. But also I had gotten a new lens for my camera and so I wanted to, to try it out. So I used that lens to make that video and it looked real nice. good. I'm super happy with how that video came out, even though it was short notice and I kind of skimped on the editing a little bit to get it out on time. But yeah, go check that out if you need something to show what I can do. And oh
1: You guys can find me retweeting Food Porn on Twitter at Nero the Hero N three R Zero T H E H three R Zero. I've just been on like a food porn retweeting binge. I'm just like, oh that looks really good, I'm gonna retweet that. So Yeah, he
0: has. (laughs) I I've noticed it and I just like talk to him on Discord. I'm like, yo, what up? (laughs) <laughs>
2: this food <laughs> I know yeah
1: then I, I realized it. I'm like no nah, I'm just gonna keep going with it so whatever um, you can find me there you can also find me on YouTube near the hero with letters and you can find me here on charge shot because we do this podcast thing and we're really cool people you should listen to us talk because we talk real good yeah we talk stuff. real good <sighs> we talk real good
0: gross <laughs> end <Are we laughs> this uh, you can find me your host Thomas on Twitter CSG Thomas on Twitter also visit our website com. check out our discord come in there say hello you can talk to us you can talk to Lowe about his food porn
2: addiction um. mm-hmm. and talk to Ben about his actual porn addiction
0: yeah you can also email me thomas at com with any emails for the show or otherwise And yeah, that's it. Till then guys, enjoy your games. Good night. Enjoy your- Bye, I love you.